Good evening, and welcome to our podcast. The title of our podcast today is Take the Call, Don't Hang Up on God. Podcast 32, February 14, 2021. Good evening and welcome to our podcast. Today we are talking about the call. When you get a call from someone you know and like, you gladly take the call. Or, on the other hand, you get a call from someone you know but don't like, you quickly hang up. Oh, if you're quick enough to see the caller ID, you just don't answer. Well, when you are called by God, you get one choice, and that is to take it and go do what he asks you to do. In essence, it's better to answer like Isaiah. Here am I. Send me, Lord. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8. You see, Isaiah knew something that Moses, Jonah, Elijah, that unfaithful son in Jesus' parable who said, I will go, Father. And later on, didn't go. Or the man in the parable who hid and or buried his Lord's treasure in a napkin and didn't invest it. And of course, myself. Well, I'll tell you about me a little later. Isaiah knew something we didn't know. And that is, when you call by God, you go. When Moses was told to go back to Egypt, as he feared Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, he wanted to debate with the Lord on his ability to speak and how Pharaoh would not let the children of Israel go and how Israel won't listen to him, somewhat questioning the Lord. Are, are you sure you want me to go back to Egypt? Not knowing that the Lord already knew what he had done by killing the Egyptian, being a fugitive. But the Lord wanted to test his faith and see if Moses would trust him to take care of him and go back in Egypt, while at the same time doing his good pleasure. Reference Exodus, Exodus chapter 3 through chapter 12. Also we know what happened to Jonah. He was told to go to Nineveh and preach to this great city to repent of their wickedness. Well, Jonah decided to go to Joppa, a different place, 
somewhat running from the Lord, he thought. Seeing, seeking to change the Lord's plan into doing his own thing, of course we know how that turned out. Not so good for Jonah, I might add. The Lord having a lot of resources at his disposal, he exercised his big fish method to gobble Jonah up and take him back to Nineveh. The fish probably not feeling well third day, three days later, thought, hmm, something I ate is not agreeing with me. So I'm just gonna regurgitate it right here. And it just so happened to be at Nineveh. So he vomited Jonah out on the beach. And Jonah went on to deliver a great sermon. And I reference Jonah chapter one through chapter four. Get a chance, read it. We know Elijah decided to run from Jezebel even after a great display of God's power to consume the sacrifice before Ahab and Israel. But because he feared for his life that they were going to kill him, he forgot God's faithfulness to him. So he fled into the wilderness a second time. He get out there in the wilderness, hungry, thirsty, not remembering how the Lord had taken care of him the first time by the use of another wonderful resource, a raven, to bring him his daily rations that you would think this man would probably not want to get his food delivered by a raven, but because he knew it was from God, he did eat and not die. I think it helped him open his heart to return to the Lord's call. As for this second time, the Lord sent angels to bring him his daily meals. Angels, not ravens. And what the Lord wanted him to do by bringing his understudy Elijah on board. 1 King chapter 17 to chapter 19. You see, when the Lord has something for you to do, the best course of action is to just do it. You see, he, he could use anybody he wants to do it. But the difference is when you're called when you're chosen to the call, the best thing to do is go. For the consequences may be, may be followed by a big fish or be killed by some crazy king. Or worse yet, you decide I'll become a fugitive. I guess my consequences were anything I started to do it was like sand in my hands and it just fell through I look back at it 
and I say, why did this happen? Or why didn't that happen? And because you learn through experience, an old man time has a way of teaching you lessons. Today, people call it lessons learned. My education from the Almighty has been when you get the call, take the call. Don't try to hang up on God because you can't. The story about the two sons, and it goes like this. But what thank you, a certain man had two sons and he came to the first and said, son, go to work today in the vineyard. He answered and said, I will not go. But afterward, he repented and went. And he came to the second son and said, likewise. And he answered and said, I go, sir, and went not. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, the first. And Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that the publican and the harlots will go into the kingdom of God before you. Reference Matthew chapter 21, verse 28 to 31, paraphrase. When I think of the story about the talents, I think of how each one was given the talents according to his ability. And of course, you know the story. One got five, one got two, and one got one. And when the Lord took his journey, when the Lord of the servants took his journey, the one with the five talents invested and gained five, a total of ten. The one with the two talents gained two, a total of four. But he, the one who had one talent, feared he may lose his Lord's money. He went and hid and or buried his money in the ground. When the Lord came, when his Lord came, he asked them of their investments. Everybody showed that they did well, except the one who had the one talent, who, out of fear, did not invest it at all. So he returned to his Lord his one talent. His Lord said to him, you wicked and slothful servant. Of course, he being disgusted with him, finally said, take the talent, the one from him, and give to him that had ten. Matthew chapter 25, verse 14 to 29. Now, my call. I wrote a lot of secular music, tried many at times to form bands or join bands. And after many failures, one night, sitting up late 
around 1 a.m. in the morning, I heard this minister on the radio said, if things don't seem to be going the right way, maybe you should stop and pray to God to show you what you need to do. Shortly after that, the next day or so, the Lord spoke to me and said, sell the songs you have and sing gospel music. So I started trying to write gospel music, but because I had came out of a secular background, I wrote R&B, rock, jazz music with gospel lyrics. And I wasn't too far off the grid because that's what a lot of the Christians and gospel artists were doing in the 80s. So at the time, I felt pretty much right at home not realizing even in gospel music, we had big conglomerates that control the industry. So I kept trying to record here and there and submit songs here and there and to no avail until this new generation came up with this idea of publishing and distributing your own music from home, online. What a concept. But you need to hear my hang up on God. Me trying to do it my way, even to the point of going on the gong show. Some of you may remember the famous Hollywood gong show back in the day. You see, because God had just told me to sing gospel music, I thought I could slip into the industry under the radar with my plan to sing one of the two gospel songs I had wrote. But I guess the enemy slipped in and brought me fear. He gave me the thought I that my in my mind that it won't be popular and it will not do well and I will not do well with gospel music. So I changed the words of one of the song of one of the songs, the gospel songs I wrote, because of the music sounded commercial. I put secular words to the music and try out for the gum show. Well, needless to say, I started singing and forgot my secular words froze on camera and later got gung on the tryout. Didn't even make it to the show. And afterward, when I shared this story with my friends, they started teasing me, calling me Mean Gene. Because Mean Gene, if you remember, he was the one that uh, would, would gung you on the actual gung show and would probably have gung me anyways. <laughs> but the laughter ended when reality set in. The reality that I didn't do what God told me to do. After realizing I didn't do what I was told to do, failure was my big fish. I often wondered if I had done what the Lord told me to do and not try to hang up on the Lord 
things would probably be much better for me today. But because God has a direct line, you know, that line of prayer where you talk to him and he forgive you and that stuff, I couldn't really hang up on him. You know how we say hang up the phone, you know, to speak needless to say I finally gave up on singing secular music and started focusing on writing and singing gospel and Christian music. Still with R&B and rock feel, I might add, if I may have helped someone in this testimony, especially someone who's younger, seeking to do the right thing, my advice is please, when God call you, take his call. Everybody's not called to do the same thing. Some people may be called to give someone a cup of water or a hot meal to eat. Or you may ask, you may be asked to reach out and help someone with encouraging words. Or today be on the front line in the pandemic war. Help heal as a nurse or doctor. Others might be called to stand up with or for someone who's being bullied or wronged by another. And then you might be called to lead the way for God's people. Regardless your call, take the call from God when he calls you. He will not hang up, nor can you hang up, on him. This concludes our podcast today. I truly hope it has been a blessing or a message of encouragement to you. Please feel free to share this or any of our podcasts with your family and friends. Also, if you or you, someone you know have need of prayer, contact us here at heavensprayerlink.com. We'd love to pray with you and keep us in your prayer also. God bless you.